0: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: The Bible says, Be not deceived. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Welcome to Financial Issues, where we align reality with truth. Conservative talk radio you can count on. Financial issues that you need to know. We face a disintegrating economy, a weakened defense, and an energy policy based on the sharing of scarcity. We will simply apply to government the common sense that we all use in our daily lives. Now, here's your host, Dan Celia. Welcome back to Financial Issues. I'm Dan Celia. I am, it's glad, I'm, well, I don't know. The retreat was so relaxing, so good. I don't know that I'm glad to be back in the studio, but here I am. We're back in the studio from our retreat down in Dallas. It was an unbelievable retreat. Oh, my gosh. I never heard. And so, uh, yeah, I was just, uh, to say I was encouraged uh, is the understatement uh, of maybe the year it was really an amazing retreat, and uh, I am so grateful to all of you that were there, thankful that we together saw God moving through a place, the spirit in a place, like we can 't imagine and that's that definitely was the case and man, did we have a good time and and uh, I am I could have used Mm, two more, three more days of it anyway. But it was, it was so nice, and uh, I'm so grateful that all of you could, could be there. And it really is the coming together. It is so much more like a family uh, reunion, not, not necessarily the reunion part, because we all didn't know each other and were reuniting and coming back. But uh, it, it was a family when we left. It was a church when we left. A church family when we left, and uh, it sure was. It, it sure was great. And I, I just, you know, everybody worked uh, so hard. Our our two guys, uh, Kay, our senior producer here, and, and John, another our one of our mostly our video uh, producer here. Um, they are working hard and. Uh, getting everything right and Marty uh, gets was was uh, incredible as all of you know and Dr. Kroll and man it goes on and on but we were so grateful that you were there it was such a blessing uh, beyond measure it really was so thank you all for being there we um, Here's something funny when we be the day the the day before when we were flying down to Dallas, we said, well, this is it. It's our last retreat. <laughs> we did. I mean, that's what, that's what our thoughts were. <clears throat> and we, um, yesterday, on the way home on the plane, we picked our date for the next retreat. So, uh, so we have a date. We don't, I mean, it's not uh, 100% because we have to check with uh, Marty and Jennifer. It might interfere with them. But we already have our date for the year after next, for 2021. So uh, we're already thinking about that. and going to start making some plans. And uh, what we're going to do this year, as soon as that date is confirmed, we'll put it on the website, you know, as a coming event, uh, place to be announced and all that kind of stuff. But just uh, to give you the date, but it is amazing, and you know what, everybody said the same thing, not the same thing, but so many people said to me, uh, it was so nice, that it was a small, small group, the room was filled with like-minded people, but we all got to know each other, we all got to eat together, and fellowship together, and uh, it, was, it was great, we're going to do the same, same thing next time, we said, you know, should, should we increase the size, and we decided, Ivan I said, Ivan, I said no. Maybe by ten or something, but that's about it. So we're gonna we're very excited about it and just thank you. And I can't say enough about all of you that were there and what a blessing you were. It sure was wonderful. Anyway, 844 707 5533 there are phone lines. Let me just talk quickly about some economic data that <coughs> excuse me. That I need to catch up on, catch you all up on. And so we got retail sales numbers that came out for the month of February. They were down four-tenths of 1%, almost a half of 1%. That is compared to being up, or the forecast being up four-tenths of 1%. That's a February number. We got a ISM manufacturing number that was higher than expected for the month of March. They were expecting 54.6. But we ended up being just slightly, well, not slightly, a pretty good over 1% more than where we were for the month of February or 55.3. It was a very good number. It was a little unexpected. We got a great little bump on uh, construction spending for February, which in my mind was unexpected. I'm not sure what it was uh, among a lot of other con- economists that they surveyed, but I thought it was going to be very close to zero or even a negative number. Again, it was not. It was up 1%. So that was... That was very good news. That's a February number. Uh, January, we started the year with business inventories being up a little bit higher. That's good news, but it's a January number. A lot has happened since uh, between now and uh, then and and now. Uh, Durable good numbers were negative by 1.6% for February. They were expecting it to be down 2.1%. So it was better than expected, but it was still a lousy number, no matter how you shake it. That's not going to be good for um, where we are with, with uh, GDP for the first quarter of the year. Uh, CapEx, a very, very important number. It was down slightly, and that's probably the most disappointing number and will likely remain the most disappointing number for the week, at least for me, And then yesterday, we had ADP job numbers up 129,000, but we'll see. Tomorrow, Friday is the only number that really matters. And then we had ISM, this is non-manufacturing numbers, not manufacturing numbers, but non-manufacturing numbers at 56.1, which in and of itself is not a bad number compared to where it was, that's a March number, compared to where it was in February, which was uh, 59.7, it was down Significantly. Five o'clock tonight, we get um, Neil Kashkari. He is the Fed, Minnesota Fed uh, president. He is speaking. And then tomorrow, we get another uh, Fed uh, chairman. Rafael Bostic is speaking. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there and what comes out of that. But tomorrow is the big number. We get non-farm payrolls coming out. They're expecting 179. All I know is we cannot have another 20,000 job numbers like we had last look. Now, it's going to be very interesting to see what the revision is for February uh, if it's revised up. But we're coming off 20,000, which, well, to say it was anemic, that's too much of an understatement. But 20,000 non-farm payrolls are expected to be 179. Let's hope we get somewhere near near that. Unemployment rate probably going to stay where it is at 3.8 percent. Average hourly earnings is a number that I'm going to be watching. That's expected to be up three-tenths of one percent. So that about covers the economic data that's come out this week and what is yet to come out. So we'll watch that tomorrow, a uh, pretty, pretty important day. We've got a lot happening uh, around the globe as well. And in the economy, of course, we we started out the week uh, in okay territory. Looks like the Dow is still waiting for some sort of uh, direction here this morning, uh, trading right around the flat line. Uh, One of the big, big issues, and I want to talk about this at some length because it is incredibly important. So what I thought I would do when I saw the number, and unfortunately I didn't see the number until about 4 o'clock this morning when it came out, I think it was... um, Maybe it was about 3.30, but nonetheless, didn't see the number till then, so I didn't have the time to do an awful lot of number gathering, but I did do some because I wanted to put a couple things in perspective, and it was some numbers coming out of the Eurozone, so when I get back, I'm going to talk about that. It's critically important that we pay pay attention and understand it. You're listening to Financial Issues. I'm Dan Siria. It's great to be back. We are live today. Cue your call Good morning. Welcome back to Financial Issues. I'm Dan Celia, it's great to be here. Uh, I wanted to talk about something that's going on in the economy right now. Of course, you know, uh, today, President Xi will be meeting with uh, the vice premier of um, China. Uh, They're expected, or at least hoping by the end of today or maybe the end of the week, that they will, he will announce a date, a firm date of when he will be meeting with President Xi. So hopefully that uh, Xi, President Xi, I'm sorry, uh, and hopefully that will that will happen sooner rather than later. So there's a lot of concern. Everybody is waiting for any kind of news that is going to come out uh, in in a positive direction in reference to U.S.-China trade deal. And I got thinking about that this morning because some numbers came out of Europe that that uh, drew you know uh, uh shined a spotlight on this a little bit more and i wanted to talk about it so i could put it in perspective for you but look you've heard me say i don't think that china trade deal. It is a big deal. It's a big deal for the markets because it's a bit of uncertainty that everybody would like to shake out. But let me just tell you a couple things.
0: If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. So
1: first of all, we've got German manufacture. German manufacturing came out today, and it tanked big time. Not just a little bit down. It tanked. Big time. And when we see that, it is definitely a cause for concern. So, manufacturing orders, this is a February number, manufacturing came in at a negative 4.2. Now, keep in mind, that is on the back of a negative 2.1. So, A year and a half ago, no, about a year ago, I'm going to say, about a year ago, I was saying that, look, the Eurozone is right there, so close, right on the edge, teetering on recession. And I also said that Germany was going to usher in the recession for the Eurozone. It's going to be primarily that. And frankly, I thought we were going to see a negative number for fourth quarter last year, and we didn't. They hung on by the skin of their teeth. But this is not good for the eurozone as a matter of fact this number came out this morning eurozone uh stocks trading in negative territory but let me just put something in perspective because i have been so concerned about what is going on the eurozone and this brings more concern to me and i want to tell you why so the u u.s multinational company. U.S. multinational companies uh, are, are, that's about 55% of global foreign affiliates' income is coming from these multinational, U.S. multinational companies. So U.S. corporate earnings, U.S. corporate earnings in the euro zone Last year, 2018, it hit a record high. Now, you know that the last two months of the fourth quarter wasn't so great. So that means most of that came prior to that, but it ended up in 2018 that profits were up from the Eurozone to the U.S. 7% to 200 and $84 billion, over a quarter of a trillion dollars, $284 billion, and this is what came out of Europe. Now, the U.S. affiliates that are profiting from China that everybody is so concerned about was down for 2018, 1.1%. 1.1%. Eurozone was 284 billion to the US. China was 13 13 billion. So I was I was happy to put those numbers together because it helps me put into perspective cuz two people at the retreat were asking me ...asked me about this and why it is important. There it is, right there. That is a huge number. Huge number. And when, if the Eurozone goes into recession... ...which I expected will... ...by, who knows, it might be the end of third quarter... ...or the end of the fourth quarter, probably... ...but it could be the, as early as the end of third quarter. If it goes into recession... It will impact America. If China goes into recession, yeah, it's going to impact us a little bit, but there's a big, big difference between 13 billion in profit that comes into the US, multinational companies from China, and 284 billion that comes in from the Eurozone. This is why this is so concerning. A lot of it, and they're not talking about this in the media. I'm not sure why. Well, yes, I am. But aside from that, they should be. So when we look at what is happening in the Eurozone, we need to understand that this is a large part of our economy. It is a problem. It is a problem. When we look at the Eurozone, all of the countries combined the zone, not any European nation, not Germany, which is the largest uh, economy in the Eurozone, not Germany, not France, not Italy, not the three largest, not even those three combined. But when you combine the Eurozone, it is the largest economy in the world. So obviously it impacts China, China impacts them it impacts us as well, and we impact them as well. So this is a huge number, and it gives us some idea, and it also gives us some cause for concern. So when I talk about Deutsche Bank, more, more numbers coming out on Deutsche Bank, Deutsche Bank stock up right now because if the, if the merger with Commerzbank does not go through the second largest bank in Germany, then there is a uh, uni Credit is preparing to make a rival bid uh, for um, Commercy bank which is going to form another large bank which would be the better of the two scenarios because now from a just purely from a private sector perspective and the health of an economy uh, having another large Bank along with Deutsche Bank is going to be a good thing. It makes absolutely no sense for Deutsche Bank to merge with Commercy Bank because they both have a lot of problems and combining those problems are going to make a bigger problem, not help the problem. So I am concerned, I've been concerned, I've written about it uh, numerous times, I talk about it on a regular basis. And it is something that we ought to be thoughtful about and concerned about. It's a problem. So needless to say, London markets right now are concerned. They're a little spooked right now over this whole global economy slowdown, but in particular in the Eurozone. And let me just say something to all my friends in Great Britain. We have actually have partners from Great Britain. And from what my great britain partners tell me there is a, there are a lot of people there that listen to the program so let me just say to my friends in great britain if you let this brexit thing just implode and go away you will be saying to yourself it's the biggest mistake you have made you Great Britain, one of our greatest allies, our best ally, if you, Great Britain, squander an opportunity for economic freedom, for strength as a nation to stand once again back on your own two feet, to be able to grow, build, and expand an economy with out the overburden of rules and regulations coming from Brussels that you have no control over because of an effort to begin globalization right there in the eurozone that's what it is and you have an opportunity to step away from that to have the freedoms
0: The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
2: Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone.
1: in the Eurozone. And if you squander that, if you let it go, you're making a huge mistake. But here's the problem. We have politicians. And the members of parliament have, in my opinion, and I'm not there, I'm here, but my opinion, have insulted the great people of Britain. They've insulted them. First of all, they're going against their wishes, number one. And number two, they have said, we, members of parliament, have no confidence in you. We have no confidence in the people. We have no confidence in our ability to lead an economy that is an independent economy and no longer hanging on to the apron strings of the Eurozone and Brussels. That you don't have the confidence in the Bank of England you don't have the confidence in your people's productivity and work ethic you don't have the confidence in any of that but more importantly it's an indictment on yourselves because you don't even have the, you don't even have the confidence to manage and to deal with a free economy and you don't have the confidence to do it and when we see numbers coming out of the largest economy like germany And how Brussels and the rest of the Eurozone is going to handle that. Trust me, right now, when these numbers came out, when the inevitability finally hits home to so many other countries, some of the stronger, healthier countries in the Eurozone, when that inevitability sinks in, trust me, there are going to be other countries doing the same thing that the Great Britain people are trying to do and exit out of the Eurozone. And they're going to begin to see the merit of that. And instead of you all having a leg up on that, instead of all of you in Great Britain getting this done, you're further along than anybody uh, could, could ever be immediately. It's a huge mistake. 844-707-5533 if you want to cue your call. We'll get to your calls. If you want to put your question up on Facebook, you can do that as well so many people that i talked to listen to the program every day at the retreat they were saying i listen on the web, i listen on the app financial issues app that way I- welcome back financial issues i'm dan sealy 844-707-5533 707 55 33 if you want to queue your call up you're welcome to do that. Uh just a reminder, I'm going to be in Montana. Yes, in Montana for a town hall meeting. And really excited about it. Uh we are looking so forward to it. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be teaching uh at Glacier Bible School Glacier um uh, Bible College. So I'm going to be teaching a uh just Kind of basics of some uh, financial, uh, financial program through a, from a biblical perspective. It's five days. You can audit the course. If you call, if you get a hold of Glacier uh, Bible School, you can uh, call. And if you go to our website at financialissues.org, if you go to the website, you can get information about that. So we're going to be there on Thursday. On Thursday... May 2nd, Thursday evening, we're going to have a town hall meeting there, not at the college, but at a church. So you can go to the website at financialissues.org, go to the website under events, and you'll see the church. And we're going to be there uh, on Thursday evening for a town hall meeting. Oh, it's April 30th? Oh, it's Tuesday. Okay, I'm sorry. Thank you, Uh, Ian. I thought it was on a Thursday for some reason. So Tuesday evening the 30th, Tuesday evening, April 30th. We're going to be there for at East Haven Baptist, East Haven Baptist, and um, we'll be there Tuesday evening. So I hope you'll come out for that. I'll just give you a little bit of a reminder about that. 844-707-5533, 844-707-5533. Uh, right before the break, I was talking about how many people watch us now. On the I mean, listen on the phone app—it's unbelievable—and um, watch on our computer at financialissues.org. They just watch on their computer. They go to financialissues.org, they leave it on all day, and they play it and they watch it. Uh, one one man was telling me that <clears throat> it's uh, great because he he has it playing for three hours in his office, and as some of his workers come in and out, uh, they get to hear it and. Uh, that's a, it's a good for them, and uh, he he is able to kind of give a little bit of witness as a result of that. But I hope that you will uh, check out uh, all of the platforms that are available to listen, watch uh, the program. So if you don't if you don't have a if you're driving through a station, you're hearing this. You like what you hear, and you want to catch it. You can go to financialissues.org. And you can download Financial Issues app at your app store. Just go to your app store, look for Financial Issues. Uh, it'll come up, and you'll be able to uh, download it from there. Okay, so uh, let's go to phones, 844 5533 5533 Let me go to John. John's calling us from Montana. Hey, John.
3: Uh, good morning, Dan. Good morning. <clears throat> Say, I had a question regarding the uh, lawsuit going on for TL25. Uh-huh. Uh, is that something that someone should participate in or just forget about it?
1: No, I mean, you can participate in it if you want. I don't use you, You're probably not going to get anything from it. Um, maybe you might get a nickel or something, a share, but, uh, I, you know, oftentimes it's not even that. But I, I wouldn't go through... Once you, once you enter into and you go through it, uh, you're going to be constantly supplying information. And if any of the information is off, you're going to get... You know, you're going to end up getting nothing. And generally, um... That's what happens.
3: Okay, so just kind of forget about it and let it go on. Yep. By itself. Okay. Yep. All right, Dan. Thank All you. Right. That was it. Question.
1: Okay, thank you, Jason. Glad you called. Yep. John, uh, let me go to uh, John. I'm sorry, I said Jason. I'm going to Jason. But thank you, John. Uh, <laughs> let me go to Jason. Hey, Jason.
3: Hey, Dan. How are you? Good. Hey um I really appreciate your ministry man I um I've gotten into listening to you a lot and actually just became a new partner a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh Wow. I finally got my voice back so I could call you. I've been been down for about a couple of weeks but finally bouncing back, praise God. Good. The Lord.
1: Good. Thank God. I'm That's great. Thanks, Jason.
3: Yes sir. Um uh, my question for you is um I I kind of I started getting a uh, IRA, or actually a 401k from a company that I used to work for. I'm 37, by the way, um, and I'm okay. married. Um, and I'm a small business owner now, actually, in my own business. <laughs> Excuse me. But um, it, I really was not involved in it at all. I mean, I, I contributed to it just pretty much just to get the match. And then the company I went worked for went out of business. It went haywire when the market went haywire, and um, I really haven't touched it. It just kind of jumped from... Place to place, really, without me even knowing about it. Right, right. Um, I finally started trying to get a hold on it and trying to contribute to it a little bit, and moved it to my bank and to a traditional IRA. Okay. And uh, it's about twenty thousand, but it's in a mutual fund that I checked on your website, and it's it's not it's not very good. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And I I really want everything to be biblically responsible, so um, I've been watching all your. uh, your investment 101s and all that stuff. Trying to, you know, get my head wrapped around it so I can manage it. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, but and my wife has a uh, a little Roth that has thirty seven hundred dollars in it. So it's not a whole whole lot. Mm-hmm. But um, I was just wondering if I should try to move all that stuff to a to an a investment broker or the bank. I, I bank with has a a brokerage that works through the bank. And I can't access it and do all the buying and selling and stuff myself on their website. Um, and should I, you know, what, what do you think about it?
1: Well, that? first of all, if that's fine if it is a bank, if it is a brokerage that you can, in fact, buy individual stocks. And are they a discount broker? In other words, are they only charging you $4.95 or whatever it might be, $8 or something pretty inexpensive to place a trade? Or is it a full-service brokerage, which you don't want? Okay. So I would, oh, just, I, I would just check that. The other thing I would tell you, Jason, um, I know you just started your business, but something to think about is when, yes, you should move those accounts, both the Roth and this traditional, <clears throat> and move them both at the same place since you want to just get used to working you know, with one platform. Uh, so you definitely should do that. I would I would tell you that one of the things you might want to consider is taking that Roth. I mean, I'm sorry, taking the traditional that you have that you're rolling, and if st- instead of putting it into a tradi- uh, just a regular traditional IRA, you may want to consider putting it, opening up a SEP. It's a SEP, a SEP plan. Now, as someone that's in business for yourself, you're entitled to have a SEP. It's just like a traditional uh, IRA, just like a traditional IRA. You can take the the traditional you have and roll it into that.
2: Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone.
1: But the reason why I say that, maybe not for the next five years, but at some, some point in time, as the, as the Lord blesses your business and you begin to grow, you, you might be able to uh, contribute, even if it's just one year, you know, five years from now, you have a situation where you feel like you, you want to take some money out of the business or you can and you don't want to pay tax on it or you want to contribute to your IRA and it's more than $6,000 you would have the uh, opportunity to put a whole lot more into a SEP than you have in a traditional IRA. It doesn't mean you have to you can put $500 a year in it just like you you know which is fine but it's not going to change anything it's not going to cost you anymore it's not going to be a big deal but it might be worth doing now, so that ten years from now, whatever it might be, when things are going good, you already have it open.
3: Okay. Okay, and that was SEP, though. Yes.
1: Yes. SEP. It's a SEP IRA.
3: SEP IRA. Yep. I got to write it down if I don't. Yep. I know.
1: And you and some and sometimes the other thing about it is that if let's say uh, your wife got to a place where she was going to be a, you know, your assistant in some way, or you know, do whatever might, you know, bookkeeper or whatever might be done in the business. She could then contribute into a SEP as well and do your company SEP plan. So, um, anyway, something to think about. I would, and okay. I, I, w- I would point in that direction.
3: Okay. Yeah. And, and actually, she she homeschools. Um well, my son now. My daughter's a, a little bit older, and she goes to a, a Christian academy here in town. But um, my son's still young, so she holds schools him now, and um, and that's kind of what we're working at. We've only been bi- in business for a year. You can't you can't give God every time. Amen. You say something, and you give Him the glory, man. It just it- it does. It's amazing.
1: Well, that's, I think that'll, that'll help you, Jason, but just check with the bank and make sure it is a brokerage and the way to find out that it's a, it's a kind of brokerage you would want, you know, say, can I buy any stock that I want? Make sure. And if they say, well, we don't usually use stocks, we use mutual funds, then forget it. Go to e trader or TD Ameritrade or somewhere else.
3: Okay. I did call and ask him and, uh, and after I found that out about that mutual fund and asked him if, if I could try to move it into a Timothy or something like that, and he said as long as it's a publicly traded stock and mutual fund, he said it can be done. Great. That'll be good. Yeah. So. Good. All right. Well, all right. So Sounds much, good. Man, and, uh, and God bless you.
1: Thank you, Jason. I appreciate it. I wish you all the best. God bless you. 844 5533 if you want to cue your call. We're live today, by the way. I know we haven't been. We were doing our retreat. And man, I wish we were still there. To be honest, just being honest with you, I could have used a couple more days. But um, we are live, 844 707
5: The opinions and recommendations expressed by Dan are his own and do not necessarily represent the opinions of this station or any of the show's sponsors.
1: Welcome back, Financial Issues. I'm Dan Celia, Eight four four seven zero seven. 707 5533. If you want to queue your call up, we'll continue to do that. Um, Larry Kudlow, one of uh, President Trump's chief economic advisors, is saying, "Hey, the China-U.S. China US-China trade deal uh, will get a little bit closer to a trade deal as we are in the ninth round. This is round nine. Round nine uh, of trade negotiations going on. This round." being held in Washington, DC and boy, I sure hope so. But let's not forget Eurozone, as I indicated earlier, with some of those numbers I gave you. Eight four four seven oh seven fifty five thirty three. Let me go to Kathy. Kathy's calling us from Virginia. Hey Kathy.
5: Hi, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, so, um I was <laughs> I'm pretty basic one oh one. This is like all pretty much new to me as far as looking towards my future. So, mm-hmm. my question is: I've been with a company fifteen years. My husband and I both work for the same company. He's only been there about ten. We both contribute to four hundred one. Okay. And um, you know, we're constantly increasing, um, you know, of the amount that we contribute. So we're looking at probably a five year plan that we are thinking, okay, um, we're almost at that'll be with where we've paid everything off the house is the final payment. And that's, then we're completely debt free. So with what we've contributed in our 401, um, we, you know, have a pretty good return on it. Um, it fluctuates naturally. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, you know, I hear of, of like robs and, CDs and all these different areas to put your money in. And, you know, I, I realize with anything, it's, you know, it's, it, you know, it's, I mean, it fluctuates. It's, sure. You know, so sure. my question is, what is the difference like between CDs and Roths and, you know, well, all these different other places that you can. Store your money, and what's the benefits and like? Because I know you're penalized when you take it out, and you got to pay taxes and all that.
1: Right. So, when you say five years, you know, plan are are you thinking of retiring in five years? Is other or are you just talking about having your debt paid off? Both. Both. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so the the first of all, Roth IRA accounts, four hundred one traditional IRAs, they're just types of accounts. So it's all they are, they're just a type of account. They're not investments or anything like that, it's just a type of an account. Now the CD would be considered somewhat of an investment, it's a cash investment, and a CD can go anywhere. So you can put a CD in a Roth, you can put a CD in a traditional IRA, in your 401k, they probably don't have an option. Um, like they likely don't have an option for you to put a C, have a CD in there. But um, so you know the you. But you could go to your bank and open up a Roth IRA or traditional IRA. You could go to your bank and and, and use CDs inside that account. Okay. So having said that. You probably want to stick with... Now, I would suggest that you somewhere open a Roth IRA account. I would do it this year. I would do it before you retire. I would open a Roth IRA account. Put $100 in it and open it somewhere at a bank or a brokerage. Where is your... Is your Roth... I'm sorry. Is your 401k at a um is it is it at a brokerage or where, where does your company who's your company use
5: it's through um well one it a portion of it is a portion of it is in actual company stock and then the other portion is through the brokerage and then they kind of assign assign you a when you initially you know join it you, I, you can change right. it and put it but so a portion of it, I think, sixty-five percent of mine is in the company stock, and then the other thirty-five is through the brokerage.
1: So, well, who's? The, do you know the name of the brokerage company? Like, or? Hero Price. row Price. Okay. So, I I would tell you that you, uh, and I assume that the company stock is publicly traded, right? It's a yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you're in Virginia, is it a utility company?
5: No, it's not, it's a retail.
1: Okay, so I would be very, like I get nervous when somebody tells me that they're 65% in anything. Uh, I would get nervous if you said you were 35% in it. Um, I just, uh, I think at this point, at five years away from retirement, you need to be very, very careful, and I know you said it's been doing good, and that's wonderful, but remember, it's been doing good because you have a large position in it, and it's gone up a little bit, so of course you're going to do good when you have 65% of it in there, and that's wonderful. But remember, when it does bad, 65% is going to be going down. and. You have to remember that you guys have five-year window, so it's not like what's well, going to go down in you know ten more years. It's going to be great. You, you know you have got to make sure that all this money you're putting in, you still maintain a little bit of a preservation uh, attitude. You want to get to a place where you're when you retire, you roll that over into your IRA so that you can manage it. Or have it managed for income or whatever you want and you want to have as much money when you do that and retire as you can if that comes down a lot in the next three years you're not going to have time to recover it up you're it's just you know you're not going to be able in two years in all likelihood to recover it back up and you want to be careful of that so I'm just I'm not going to tell you that you have to move some of that you do what you're comfortable with but it makes me a little nervous when I hear about that, so I would work towards as you get closer to retirement to getting more conservative, less risky. So um, just just be careful of that. That's a lot of percentage to have in one thing, and I would say that about anything. I would say that if we we're all one mutual fund, all one other, some other kind of stock, there is no stock not anywhere on my list or anywhere out there that I would want anybody five years away from retirement to have all, you know, 65% of their money.
5: Okay. So um, in, in your opinion, do you think I should, I do um, bank with a company that, you know, they do offer these kinds of services. Um, do you think I should uh, just go in and talk to somebody about, you know, like mutual funds or IRAs or and just um, at least, Start, you know, the process of trying to think about what I'm going to transfer and how much um, into an IRA?
1: Yeah, I think you should, and I think you ought to think about doing a Roth IRA account, because someday when you retire, you're going to transfer some money in from the traditional IRA into the Roth. And if you don't have that account open now, before you stop working, you're not going to be able to do that. And I think you need to do that. I think it just makes sense to do that. And... Uh, So, see, a a Roth IRA account grows tax-free. There's never any tax on the money. It could double in value, and you still wouldn't be taxed on any of that. When you withdraw it, you don't pay income tax like you do on your traditional, you don't pay anything. It can be handed off to your heirs tax-free. It is not tax-deferred, it's tax-free and that's why and and they don't tell you at 70 and a half you got to start taking this money you don't ever have to take it if you don't want to it's tax free so it it makes some sense to begin thinking about doing some of that in a Roth IRA and and gradually start to move some of your money now anything you take out of your 401k you got to pay tax on income tax so you you keep that in mind but I would want you to open a Roth and maybe start contributing to it. Okay. All right. Thanks
5: so much. Thank Thanks right. so much. You have a blessed day. You too. It. Thank all right,
1: you. Bye bye. Uh, let me go to Let me go to uh, Teresa from Texas. Hey Teresa.
5: Hi. Um, so my question is, I have all three. I have a traditional IRA, I have a Roth IRA, and I have a SEP. And I wanted to know, and I'm 62, I wanted to know if you thought it would be better for me to just roll it all over into the Roth
1: IRA. Well, you would have to pay tax on all that money, Teresa. I mean, I think it would be a good idea. And if it's a small amount of money and you feel like, well, you know what, I'm going to only have to pay, you know, $2,000 and I can do that uh, on, on tax. But I, I'd want you to be careful of that. Okay. But I think you ought to start the process, and I also think if you don't do that, your traditional IRA ought to be rolled into your SEP, just so oh, okay. just so you have that, those two things in one place.
5: Okay. All right? All right. And um, I haven't found anybody that does the Timothy plan. Do you know of any brokerage that does that?
1: Everybody I know does it. Uh, so the ones that I mentioned, like, uh, well, I, know, I hear different things from Schwab. I hear some people say they do and some people say they don't. They have it okay. there. But TD Ameritrade, E-Trade, Fidelity, uh, Brokerage, Vanguard Brokerage, you know, mo- most, of them, most of them do. Uh, do tib- Okay. All right? Thank you. Thank you, Teresa. financial issues. We've got lines open, so if you want to queue your call up, do it. We'll get to phones after this break. 844-707-5533. Markets looking pretty happy this morning. I think it might have something to do with uh, some optimism coming out of U.S.-China trade. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this break. 844-707-5533. We're live. We'll be right back.
4: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.